Cool, man. Well, it's great to speak with you again. How have things been? Good. Staying busy, doing all kinds of cool stuff, so life is good. Speaking of, and speaking of cool stuff, it looks like you guys are incredibly excited about to jump right into it, the uh, Nomad 407. Yeah, yeah, the, the 407 Nomad's been great. Uh, we've got two different versions of it. There's a front entry and a side entry, and uh, what's really cool about it is it's able to carry over 700 gallons of fuel, so for those guys that fish and want to go way out and be able to have enough fuel to get back and, and have the capability and speed to get back in time, uh, it's, it gives you those uh, characteristics. It's really nice. And then also the Instagram post you did the other day with the Yamaha outboard motors and then the joystick controls and how the motors literally navigate themselves, so to speak, and keep the boat anchored and balanced even in rough waters. Yeah, it's nice. You know, you're able to sit there and, and set a point where it'll hold you in position or there's drift point or there's uh, fish point. There's all these different settings that you can do. And when it comes to docking, you know, having that joystick controller is amazing. You know, you're able to just dial in and slowly walk the boat in and it takes a lot of the intimidation away from people that may be concerned about handling the boat of that size. Right. And with respect to the, uh, with respect to this vessel, because a big component, as we discussed significantly last time, of what you do is often the um, the inception point or the the concept, if you will, comes from the person that the boat is being created for. This model specifically, where did the concept come from? Well, basically, it it came from a, a smaller version. So first, I did a a three forty five Nomad front entry and side entry, and it was a really big hit. You know. The first was the side entry, which gives you full height glass and a wiper. And it was really meant for some of the people up north when they get cooler weather and they want to extend their boating season. So we created that boat, and, and it was a real big hit. And, of course, that led to people wanting one a little bit larger. So then I did the 375 Nomad FE and SE. And then, of course, that just led to the next one where everybody said, can you do one a little bit larger? And here comes the 407. So, uh, you know, it really came from a, a smaller version adapting to, to larger hulls that I had in place. And, you know, just being able to, when you go to a larger hull, you can put that many more amenities on it, larger fish boxes, more fuel. And, uh, you know, that's really where our customers led us. Right. Understandable. And so this time of the year, we spoke about, say, six, seven weeks ago, middle of July, which is spot, spot in the uh, middle of summer. So now, six, seven weeks later, we're transitioning into fall. What does that look like for you guys with respect to people's mindset, uh, geographically and in general, the types of vessels they're looking at? Does it affect it that much? It really doesn't. And it doesn't because I have a backlog. So right. usually people wait six to eight months at least to get one of our boats. So even if you're shopping today, you're not going to see that boat for another six to eight months. So, you know, I think what happens is in leading into summer, there's some action. And then in the middle of summer, it slows down a little bit because everybody's using their boats. But, you know, as people begin to put their boats away, uh, especially up north, uh, towards the fall season, they start, you know, thinking about next season's boat. And 
many of our customers are repeat customers. We have a really strong repeat customer base and, and they already know the program and they know that it takes six to eight months to get a boat from us. So if they want to vote for spring, they're shopping with us now. Right, right, absolutely. And just curious, over the past seven weeks or so, what types of, I guess my question is this, because you do see or you do build a beautiful, perfect, unique, bespoke vessel for each customer. How many have you seen come over, say, come in in, say, a seven-week period over the past seven weeks or an average? And then have you seen any that really that you are now involved in creating that really just piqued your interest for whatever reason? I know each one does, of course, but any that just stood out for a certain reason? Sure, yeah. Actually, we've had all kinds of uh, requests that have come in. One of the ones that I'm pretty proud of that I literally posted the finale of uh, today on social media was a 477 evolution that we did a custom build on. We had a customer come in that asked to, uh, well, he, basically we had a, a sales event and we had a 477 evolution there and the customer asked me to come on board and, and do a design session with him. And he said, look, I love this boat. It's got two aft staterooms, which is really neat. But I really wish the forward area of the cabin had a third, full, you know, made berth like you have on the 410 Evolution. So I said, look, um, I can take the forward cabin section of a 410 Evolution, I can stretch it, and I can make it fit in the 477. He said, look, if you can do that and give me you know, two staterooms plus a third berth forward, um, I'll buy the boat. So we did that. And uh, I've been posting it over the, the last few months. We've been building it, and today, literally, uh, I posted the finale as it's getting ready to leave, showing how it turned out. The other part that was really cool about it and unique was it was also a triple application. So most 477 Evolutions come with four engines. Um, and I kind of made a point on my social media post to show that this was a triple engine application. And the reason why I did that is because it seems like more and more manufacturers nowadays are you know, figuring out a way to put four engines and five engines and six engines on boats. And my personal opinion is that's a really easy way to get by an inefficient hull design. You know, you can, you can, you know, make a big wide boat that's really heavy and you can just strap on enough power to push it through. You know, I joke all the time and I go, you know, you can put five or six outboards on the back of a fire truck and you can probably push it through the water. So that, <laughs> You know, it really doesn't matter. Whereas what's cool about this is I did three on this 477 Evolution. And, you know, this is a boat that's over 30,000 pounds. And it ran 58 miles an hour as an average top speed. And a couple times it touched 60. Wow. So to do that with three engines on a boat of that size is really impressive. And it just shows the importance of hull design and efficiency and being able to dial it in rather than just you know, trying to, you know, just using a generic hull that you just strap a bunch of power. Right, which is mass production versus bespoke, customized, as you do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just being able to have the history that we do of all the different hull designs over all these years, knowing what you could tweak and change and alter and dial in as the years go by, you know, every time you release a new boat, it's better than the last and with that, with the customer, I would think that would uh, play into 
their geographical location. So if someone's going to predominantly be using something on the Great Lakes or, a, you know, rough water northeast, uh, as you would put it, or versus, say, using it down in Miami or the Caribbean, the I would imagine you design the hulls differently, correct? Well, what we try to do is we try to make a hull that does all things and all things well. Okay. You know, you can, you can build a hull that specializes in being a, you know, a go-fast boat, which is based on all speed, um, yet it wouldn't be that good of an offshore boat. Or you can, you know, build something that's more offshore and, and less speed and, you know, maybe less efficiency. So what we try to do is we try to dial in that sweet spot. You know, we try to get it to where it's it's the best of all worlds. It performs well in, in offshore rough weather. And it's it's great inshore. It's fuel efficient. You know, and, and you can really tell by looking at the beams of our boats too. There's a lot of boats in the same length as ours that are much wider, and they do that to provide even more amenities on board. And the problem is, it's a it's a trade off. You know, they have a they have less dead rise and they have a wider boat, which means that when you're out there running. It's, it's rougher. You know, you, you can get tossed around a little bit. You kind of get beat up to a certain extent, whereas, is, you know, ours is a little bit narrower. Ours is a little bit deeper of a V and, and a little bit deeper dead rise. Therefore, you know, we cut through the water and we get up on top, and, and it it's a different type of ride altogether. Right. And congratulations, by the way, on the uh, completion of the vessel that you mentioned. That sounds incredible. And Thanks. you're very excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. And so now, obviously being a, you're an artist, and so you finish that masterpiece. It sounds like it's a masterpiece. Then you look at your, you know, you look at your plate. What are, what's the next one that you personally are really excited about sinking your teeth into? Well, actually, the, the one that I haven't mentioned yet is the other big project that we've been working on that just came to fruition, which is the new 438 Evolution, which is our newest model that we just released. That boat, uh, I just sent down to our sales office, and you know we've already sold probably eight of them. Uh, it's probably five of them were sold prior to anybody even seeing it other than a rendering. Wow. And what separates that from, like, say, the 477 Evolution the 477 that we spoke about has two aft staterooms and a berth forward, whereas the 438 has a single stateroom aft with a, uh, a high-low table that converts to a queen berth forward. So it's a little bit smaller, a little bit less uh, beam, um, performs excellent and designed to perform on three engines. Um, so it, it's a price point that drops down, and for someone that just may be a couple – with, with some kids, they don't need that additional state room. And that's kind of where the 438 Evolution comes in. Okay. And how many did you say that you sold from renderings only? Uh, we sold about six from renderings only, and we're up to about, I think, eight sales now. And now that I've got the boat down there at our Dania facility, our sales office, uh, you know, now it's time to start showing it off. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you sold that many before of a particular model off of only renderings? Yeah, actually, we're pretty well known for that. What's nice is, you know, because we have such a good customer base that have worked with us for so long, they trust us. You know, we have we have right. earned their trust, and when they see the renderings, they know that if anything, it's going to absolutely exceed the renderings. Um, and you know, it gives them the basic layout, and uh, they've seen our success rate, and most of them have done it with us in the past, and. Uh, 
it's something that you you're able you're able to develop that relationship with when you deal with customers directly as a manufacturer rather than going through a dealership network. Of course, and with respect to your your customer base, your loyal customers, how what's the average number of Intrepid powerboats that the average customer tends to buy? It sounds like there are a significant number that are repeat. So do they tend to go over you know two three vessels? Yeah, absolutely. I've yeah. got many, many customers that have bought over ten vessels. Really? You know, and, yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of times, you know, they'll when they take delivery of their their the boat that I just completed, they might even give a deposit for their next boat, you know, a year away, just to be in the queue. So that's it's kind of like a a system that we have in place that you know we we're able to make sure that we keep demand high in order to protect that resale value. You know, it's real easy to say that, you know, we have this backlog and we have this waiting list where if we sped things up and we built more boats that, you know, we could, we could you know, get them out there faster. But one of the things that does, when you have a waiting list, it protects the used boat market that our customers have. So if, if John Smith has a boat and he's looking to sell it, he can get a premium for it because he can sell it to somebody that doesn't want to wait six to eight months and wants a boat now. So right. he's able to he's able to demand a higher price. And and look, boats have a reputation for being a hole in the water that you pour money into because of the the loss that you take when it comes to resale. And right. we've worked real hard to make sure that we mitigate that. And and that's another reason. You know, besides quality and besides the customer service that we provide is knowing that out of all the boats on the market out there, that ours has the highest resale out there and you're going to get the bang for your buck back because we decided not to be greedy and try to pump a bunch of boats out there to the marketplace. Right. That's a very powerful point. Thank you for sharing that. And then for, and at the same time, or in correlation with that, the fact that you have not only the loyal customer base that you have, further, when you have a customer base that not only swears by you, of course, as you know, which means all the world in any industry, really, but especially in an industry such as yours, but further, when they're buying up to 10 plus <laughs> intrepid power boats from you, that, that's, that's amazing. And I'm sure it's something you're incredibly proud of, but that in itself just speaks volumes, especially in a very competitive industry such as yours. Yeah, it's you know it's something where we we're really proud of the fact that we've earned that right with each customer, and we've done that by making sure that we provide them with the highest quality and the best customer service and protecting that resale. You know, by doing all those things, you earn those that trust from each customer, and and you know we have a relationship with them, and and we're always looking forward to that next build, and and you know they're all a big part of our designs, so they love being able to go from you know, one boat to the next boat and know what they would have done differently the next time or what things they'd like us to change. And we take that input and we use that to design our boats going forward. Right. And let's say as an example, you have someone that has let's say, between five and 10 intrepids and across the line that they personally have, does there tend to be a consistency or have you worked with any, say, artists such as yourself on the boat buying side that have come up with just some consistently just that designs and concepts, if you will, that really blow you away personally? Yeah, actually, we've, we've done some really cool stuff with a lot of different customers. And, you know, when you when you look at our boats, they really are, you know, inspired by them. And, you know, we've had some 
some customers who are even architects or car designers right. and you know they've come in and decided you know i had this one gentleman that had us do a 43 where you know we even called it like a euro design where we changed the entire cockpit of the boat to almost turn it into uh, almost like a picnic boat in the back where it had two uh two settees with uh with a table in between that folded down and turned into a big uh sun pad and had a wet bar in the corner and you know, and that's just one of so many that customers have brought to us and inspired us to to build going forward. What is your? Do you have a personal favorite that you've done, if you can say that, for X Y Z reasons? That's a hard one. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's like asking you which kid you love more. You know? <laughs> no, I know, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the hard part. You know, I think I think all of them touch me a, a certain way you know it's funny I, I wrote an email to to my team this morning and, and sent it out and it was about the 438 and i was going through the, the photos of the photo shoot that we just did on it because it, it's our latest new model and, and i wrote them a, a letter saying you know it's so easy to be so wrapped up in the project and, and wrapped up in the perfection of it making sure that we nail all the points and get it done on time get it to the customers on time that sometimes we don't stop and take a look at what we did. And I, and I attached the pictures in the photo shoot and I said, look what we built, you know, look what we did as a team and look how beautiful this boat is. You know, we should all take a minute to just take a deep breath and, and be proud of what we've done and what we just released to the world. And, and not only did we do all these things, we did it during a pandemic, right. you know, which was, which was, so hard to do and you know what I, i'm blessed to have the most amazing team around me of craftspeople and engineers and and just every you know person here at intrepid powerboats that makes the company tick absolutely absolutely and and you're right with respect to taking that moment as a team to recognize what you've done and you mentioned that you've had you know some of your uh, clients have been architects and that's what you are, you know, just as someone, an architect creates a beautiful home, beautiful office building, beautiful sure. bridge, whatever it might be, creating an Intrepid Powerboat is just as powerful, if not even more so on a certain level because of what it is. You know, it's one, not to slight an architect, that's a stationary object, but to create a work of art that maneuvers and has the capabilities to do what each of your works of art do is it's it's incredible and really on in my opinion it's unparalleled it's amazing i mean to have a customers not to say it again but that have purchased 10 plus uh intrepid power bus from me that just that, that's amazing yeah it's it's exciting you know it's we're, we're so lucky to be able to do what we do and, and you know make a living doing it and, and earn that trust from our customers over all these years you know it's it's it makes it easy to get up in the morning and come here for sure Exactly. As the saying goes, the old cliche saying goes, as many people say, I've never worked a day in my life or, uh, you know, only do something you love. You literally are the walking uh, embodiment of that statement, uh, as I'm sure you feel every day, correct? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Fantastic, Ken. I know you're slammed, yet this is, an, I love speaking so much. This was uh, absolutely perfect. Is there anything that I didn't ask for this moment in time that I should have or that you'd, want, that you'd like to touch upon now that we're at the... Already the end of August, which is incredible. 
No, actually, the only thing that we're looking forward to next is hopefully the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. You know, that'll be coming up uh, the end of October or in the, into the beginning of November. Well, so far, it's still a go. We'll see if that's still going to happen. But uh, that's our next big event, and we're we're going loaded for bear. So we're gonna we're gonna be there with bells on if they decide to uh, make sure it happens. Yeah, I hope they do. Didn't they try to do something whether it was two three months ago virtually and it didn't pan out as well? Yeah, there was been a few virtual events, and we even did one ourselves, and it wasn't bad. Um, I think it's a it's a big adjustment for everybody, and yeah. you know everybody does their best to be able to show their wares virtually. But I think there's nothing like you know being able to stand on it and touch it and feel it. You know, absolutely. Even if you are a repeat intrepid uh, loyal customer, it's still I would think that well, perhaps that's different, but still it's that, especially with, it's one thing to show a, you know, a luxury real estate listing virtually, yet a, a magnificent intrepid powerboat, I think it's that, yeah, being able to stand on it, touch it, smell it even, you know, just yeah. get the full feeling. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Well, I will be thinking positive for the boat show. Ken, thank you again for your time. Love speaking with you, man. Can't wait to do it again, and I hope you have an incredible weekend. Sounds great. You too, Judd. Take care, man. Take care, brother. Bye.